KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. I'm Matt Leon, and it's time for another episode in our college football preview series. The Division II Westchester University Golden Rams are coming off a 6-5 and five campaign in 2021, but they have a lot of talent, and they should be a force in the always tough Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. Head coach Bill Zwan, one of the best in the business, he is preparing for his 20th season as the Golden Rams head coach caught up with him to get some insight into his squad. So to start, Coach... How has camp gone here? You know, as we're talking, you're a week away from the season opener. Uh, how are you feeling about things? Yeah, pretty positive. Uh, I think camp has gone pretty well for us. Um, I feel like we've we've had good practices pretty much almost every day, which, you know, in camp you normally have a, a couple of three practices that don't go well because of heat and whatever, you're, you know, you're back-to-back type practices. But I think pretty much all of our practices have been pretty good, pretty um, enthusiastic. I think our kids, um, you know, we didn't have a good year last year, and they came out last spring and decided they were going to turn that around, and that attitude has carried over into the fall. But I think right now they're, I'm getting uh, a really good vibe from this group as far as what they think they can do and how hard they're going to work. So very a lot of positives coming out of camp so Let's start on offense. Uh, you've got your starting quarterback back you've got, and you've got experience back at quarterback. You've got, we were talking off the air, you've got depth. Uh, you seem to be in a good spot at the signal caller position. Yeah, we got the uh, Shane Dooley and Dez Johnson both played a lot last year for us. So they're both back. So we have kids who have played and we've got uh, three young freshman guys that are, that are really special, I think. Uh, you know, we don't, we'll determine how much they're going to play at different times. But I feel like um, we're as deep as we've been in a long time at quarterback. And that makes the practices better. You know, every, every kid goes in there and can throw and understands the offense. So whether it's a seven on seven or a third down or a red zone or whatever the, the practice we're having, those kids keep the practice rolling pretty well. We don't have those really bad plays or really bad passes in practice. So uh, that's been a real positive. And, be, and we have a ton of depth at running back. Jaden McKenzie has been a really good player for us the last couple of years, all conference last two years. And Phil Pokeway, who is a, is a senior returner. Both of those guys are special and they can make things happen at running back. So we're going to be pretty deep there, but feel really good about our experience at the quarterback and running back position. We're not going to be as experienced at both wide receiver and uh, tight end and, and offensive line, although we, I feel like we have really good players there. Now, wide receiver, we've got two or three kids that have played a lot that are coming back for us, but now their roles have changed. They're now going to have to take over and be the you know, number one guy in, in somebody's case and a number two guy in another guy's case. So they're going to have to step up their roles. And tight ends, um, we really like – the kids we have there, more as blockers than receivers, but um, but the, we do have enough out of them as receivers that I think we're going to get something good to work there. But from a physical standpoint, blocking standpoint, they're really, really good players. So there's positives all over the place. We just got to mix and match and make sure we put the right, right uh, guys where we need them. You kind of reference this offensive line, uh, a little inexperienced, but there's talent there. And size. That's I think we're we're bigger there than we've been. 
Um, and that's really kind of a real positive for us, especially with the, with the running backs that we have. If we can get, you know, big guys on bodies and push a little bit, the running backs are going to make something special out of it. So, but they're young. Uh, we're going to end up starting two redshirt freshmen, two redshirt sophomores, and a, and a junior. Uh, but they're big and they're physical and they've been practicing really, really well. So, you know, when you get game time, it could change. <laughs> we know that. But uh, I really feel like this group is, uh, you know, as big and physical as we've had in a while. So they're going to they're gonna grow together. Um, and I feel like our defensive line is, is pretty strong. So they've been facing good competition all through camp. So I feel like that's going to get them more ready for the season. And uh, so, so, I, so you see like the uh, inexperience isn't showing up as much because they're getting work against good players. Transit, nice transition there to the defense. You referenced the line there overall. Uh, what do you see in that unit? Yeah, so up front, uh, some good depth and some speed, legitimate speed and athleticism, and you know, and a couple guys who are pretty strong in there too. So I think we're going to be physical enough, but also quick. So that's going to give some people problems for sure. And again, that's kind of helped our offensive line out because we're very quick up front. So from a pass blocking standpoint, our young guys have had to learn how to handle that. Our linebacking course, uh, led by Jackson Taylor, who's an All-American and he's legit. Uh, and his, you know, the, our weak side linebacker, we got a couple older kids, a couple of juniors that are playing that position. They're both, they'll, they'll rotate, Kel uh, Slaughter and um, and Moody the Abate. They're both going to get playing time in there, but they're uh, bigger than Cole Zapp was last year. They're a little bit faster. Cole was a really smart player, but these guys bring a little bit more probably athleticism to it. And then defensive back-wise, we're deep. Uh, we're returning three corners that have played a lot for us. We're returning probably four safeties that have played and a couple of uh, transfer kids who haven't played a lot, but, but they're there for depth. So we're going to be deeper than we've been and probably a little faster and I think definitely more physical. And the one, the one kid who's kind of had a great camp is a freshman, true freshman, Maurice Beverly out of Inatap, who's going to get playing time for us. He just really has come in and he just, boy, he, he's ready to play. It's, it's rare you get freshmen as mature as he is, but I feel like we've improved ourselves even more. By by let you know let him get some reps there. How about special teams? Where are you with your specialists and that group overall? We have a really good return group. Deshaun Seals out of the city is a re- great punt returner, and Phil Pope and, and Maurice uh, Mascola, good kick returners. So we got speed and experience back there. And our kicker Sean Henry is had just had an excellent spring. He's back from last year and had a good freshman year. He's really ready to build off of that. I think his leg is stronger. He's worked really hard. He's going to he's got he's going to get opportunities from deep. I'm going to give him some shots, get some long field goals because he can do it. Chris Barbera is likely going to be our punter. He hasn't. He's been in the program for a couple of years. This will be his first shot at punting. Uh, so we're going to give him the shot first. But Sean can do it too if we needed to. Hopefully Chris can handle it so we can just let Sean kick off and he kicks off into the end zone regularly and do the field goals and extra points. And then if Chris can handle the punting, then that'll, that'll make it a little bit easier on Sean. So I feel, I feel really good about that group coming in. I knew coming in, we were going to be good. They've had a good camp. 
what does it does for your decision making on offense when you have a kicker? Because you've had this in the past. When you have a yeah. kicker, number one, that you're really confident in, but number two, that you feel you can really stretch out because I think at the division two level, that's a weapon that not everybody has. And how does it filter into maybe chances you take or don't take that if the kicking situation is different, you get different answers. Yeah. And, and you, cause you can score points. That's the thing. So you may be, maybe not moving the ball as well as you like, but you get it to a certain spot on the field and say, Hey, let's get some points. And he'll go out there and get us points. There's been, like you mentioned before, I've had a couple guys like that in the past. And when you come away with three points on a regular basis, so your offense, you feel like the drive got you something or that maybe the turnover, they have a turnover and we get stymied, but we go out there and get three at least, that really gives you a lift on the sideline. So if you don't get the three, if you don't get anything out of it, you're down on the sidelines by getting three, you at least have a little bit of a lift. But that definitely changes the way uh, you approach things from uh, an emotional standpoint. We're getting we're getting points all the time, and that really can make a big difference, especially in games. You know, Matt, we all know this. When you play the best teams in your league, the difference in the game is a is a score. You know, it's a touchdown, it's a field goal. So if you got to go out there to kick field goals on a regular basis and get you that score, that may be the difference in winning that big game. So. Having that guy in your pocket really makes a difference from a mental um, approach, not only from the coaches, but the players too. The players know that guy can go out there and win the game for us. I think that's pretty, pretty, uh, you know, it, it gives them a lift emotionally. Schedule wise, you'll open Friday night against Bentley. It's at home. That's a challenge. The PSAC is always a challenge, but three of your first four at home, you're playing tough teams, but you're going to get a chance to get the engine going in front of the home crowd there bait for your, for a lot of the first month. I would think that's big. Yeah. I mean, we're playing really tough teams, but having them at home definitely, I think is a help for us, especially, you know, uh, we played Bentley on the road last year. I, I feel like as last year as a group, we did not, I personally did not handle the pandemic coming out of the pandemic very well. And it definitely, I think it hurt our team last year. So I really feel like like at the Bentley game last year, I don't, I don't feel like we weren't ready to play. Um, so have, so being at home at night, good crowd, people fired up. I think our kids will be really ready to play, which we have to be because Bentley's a good football team. And then the following week, Slippery Rock is one of the best teams in the country. You know, big challenge, but our kids will definitely be excited about the challenge. And again, having them at home, I think we'll get our fans pretty excited, which will help us get fired up. We're a pretty good Slippery Rock team. So two tough games to start out with, but you're right. Playing them at home is definitely going to, I think, you know, be an advantage. That will do it for this one-on-one college football preview. Thanks to Bill Zwan for taking the time to talk. Westchester's opener with Bentley will be at home Friday night, September 2nd. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff. You can follow the show on Twitter at one-on-one pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060 Thanks so much for listening.